0: I'm the very...
1: Welcome back to Encourage Radio. Woo-hoo. Yes, we are here again with you in the car, in the bathroom, driving along to school, or even at work. We are just so thankful to be with you today to be able to hopefully be a source of
2: encouragement. Absolutely. I love the way that word is spelled, encouragement. It's based on Joshua 1 that we are to be in. Be strong in courage. I love that. Yes. Well, we've got another exciting episode um, here. And so I want to tell you what's going to happen today. We have Miss Michelle Hayden in the house. Say hello, Miss Michelle. Miss Michelle is a sweet friend to the family and an even sweeter friend to Raina. Mm -hmm. You guys just get along so well, and so Randall's like, we need to have her on, yes, and we need to have her speak in this area. Let me tell you why she's here, a little bit of, if you will, credentials. She serves as a school counselor in the Seminole County system. Yes. She's Mm -hmm. also an adjunct instructor in uh, one of our local state colleges, but also she's so involved here at Waterstone Church. And I think she just spoke on one of our, our vitality sessions, which if you didn't know, um, sort of go to uh, church and look up Vitality Sessions. We have all types of counselors and speakers that come on and speak to so many different things. So she's sort of following maybe a topic, if you will, that she just spoke on and adding to that. And what we're going to talk about today is navigating your child's educational journey. And boy, if this is something that is so a uh, Waterstone, right? So Waterstone is yes. all about marriage. We're all about family. We're all about family education, Deuteronomy chapter six, Proverbs 22. Like you find it, we're dialing that in. Well, this is what Michelle does. She just goes into kiddos' lives, parents' lives, and helps counsel, guide, and direct. You have a whole lot of information to share. And we just talked briefly beforehand. I can't wait to hear even more of that. So, Michelle, just jump right in. And Raina, you do what you do best. And oh, just, how
1: funny, yeah, yes. Come
2: on, t- talk to well, us about it. Well, I was
1: it. listening to, the, um, of course, the intro. Another thing that Michelle kind of gets to pour into the Waterstone family is mm. just through our Walk, Run, Connect. Oh, and yeah. I giggle because, you know, that first little song is kind of like a good pace. It is, You know, for us to be moving and grooving because that is something also very important to you is for us to kind of keep moving no matter what the age is. Um, I love it that you look at the overall aspect of a student, of a child. I know that you've been through some heavy waters with some of your um, students mm. from a high school level as well as from a college level. But I love it that um, just like your talk begins with the word navigation mm-hmm. and that's you know we are navigators as parents you're a navigator as a guidance counselor um, guiding the way going towards territory that maybe they have never gone before mm. on a journey meaning it's exploring like they've mm. never done this before they don't nope. know how to get there nope. so if you were to tell a parent okay you're helping your child navigate
0: what would that mean to you if mm. you were trying to tell a parent that? Well, what's funny is I sit in parent meetings all day long, and for the most part, parents always tell me, I've never done this before. Oh. This is my guinea pig. This is my my student that I really don't know what they need. Wow. I just know I want them to be successful and not live on my couch forever, right? <laughs>
2: that
0: is <so laughs> true. That's a really good goal. <laughs> yes, it is a small important. Yes. So, and it's funny because I... Taught preschool. I was a middle school teacher. I'm a high school level counselor, a college level advisor. Mm. But the needs really truly come out to be the same. Wow. Yeah. And, and if you are building a strong foundation, you're gonna see growth. You're mm. gonna see development. And so truly the the, the parent's role, it can start before they even start preschool, mm. yes. or you can pick up the pieces and start at the start of ninth grade. Oh, my goodness. Yes. It's not too late. It's really just about promoting and being intentional about your child's learning. Okay. Yes,
1: very much so. And you've always had that passion. Mm-hmm. I remember when you were a preschool teacher, mm-hmm. and it's like everybody wanted to be in your little oh. class as a preschooler oh. because you were able to see the importance mm-hmm. of your navigating even at those those young
0: ages. Trust me. I remember when I got that job, that first job, I'm like, oh, Reina, I have no idea why I'm teaching preschool. But it was so fun, and it really let me step back and just watch and enjoy the creativity of students, whereas, Mm -hmm. you know, it could be a little heavy at times, high school-level kids and what you're hearing them go through, and it could be draining. So I think just God placing me there so that I can remember how exciting learning can be, and sometimes Life doesn't have to be that serious. Wow.
1: Okay. Well, if you were talking to a parent and you said, all right, let's navigate, Mm -hmm. you know, give us some basic steps and principles on how to move forward through that navigation.
2: Okay.
0: Okay. So it doesn't matter if this is at the early stages or in high school level. There's a few strategies, a few things you want to do at home to be intentional that your child is continuing to learn. One being reading out loud. Reading in your bed, reading magazines, reading anything. But reading is such a strong foundational skill that's going to travel with that child wow. everywhere. Yes. It could be spot books. It could be SAT prep books. It doesn't matter. It's just you have to instill the need to read. Theory.
1: Wow. And the joy of reading, mm-hmm. I know for us, um, of course, we we had the adventure of just several different alternatives for education, but my girls used to love read alouds. Mm-hmm. And read alouds was something even just reading out loud at an above level. Mm-hmm. So they had those hooks mm-hmm. of information and literacy, you know, that was way beyond them, as well mm-hmm. as reading at their own level. But the main goal was the the joy of reading. Mm-hmm. Like you're creating that in your student Um, And just being creative in that in the early years, as well as encouraging that atmosphere. Um, I know for some families, we've talked about this before, your house is loud, you got the TV on, you're go, 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 go. And then you're like, why are not you getting your homework done? Mm -hmm. It's 11 o'clock, we just got home, you need to crank it out because the bus is coming at 5am.
0: Oh, gosh. gosh, Yes. But that leads me into the second one is you have to have at home a good space for learning. Wow. And that's good lighting, having all the necessary materials for your learning to take place. Like you just said, it has to be noise-free. It really, truly does. You have to have that quiet setting. Um, But that's going to generate a positive learning environment. You're not under heavy stress of listening to all of this loud noise, not having a chair to sit in. That's not happening. Right. Right. You definitely want to have a more positive environment. And I would take that noise free to be
1: atmosphere as well as, you know, physical and emotional, mm. you know,
0: um, on being able to learn. That's true. Um, just an example, I remember a family I worked with and mom's goal was straight A's. Okay, wonderful, right? Like that means you can take a test and do really well and get straight A's, but truly, Are you digesting and analyzing the information that you're under, that you're being led to understand, right? Right. Connecting the dots, making analogies or really, truly just finding the connections, not just rote memorization. Yes, very
1: much so. Yeah. Yeah, because so many times we're on that skill checkoff list, Mm -hmm. rather than learning how to do that critical thinking skill process. Mm -hmm. um, The reason why we learn, not just checking off the list to pass the test. Mm -mm. Yeah, you're so
0: right. Well, positive environment at home, we're reading, we have to have obviously supplies, books, pens, pencils. um, But sometimes families, families, can't create that safe space at home. Oh, maybe wow. maybe the environment at home is not where they can do the most learning. Mm. That's okay. Mm-hmm. You right. can go to a local library, okay. you can go to a local chick-fil-A and just sit quietly and do your reading, do your work. Okay. Right. Sometimes that's what has to happen.
1: Yeah. Right. I'm sure that you have all different stories. Mm. Um, For <laughs> within, sure. Within um, the dynamic of each family or, you know, nuclear family mm-hmm. that you're working with. Yep. I can see that. Yeah.
0: I had a student that stands out amazing, amazing student. Did not have that safe, positive environment at home. He actually was labeled homeless. So going from apartment to apartment or car to car. And he did all of his homework at McDonald's because McDonald's had free Wi-Fi. McDonald's had a safe learning environment because it was quiet. People don't typically go and do their homework at McDonald's in the afternoon or evening. And the people working there really enjoyed his kind spirit. Gave him his little Sprite every day. Let me tell you, fast forward four years of watching him grow and learn, full football scholarship to Auburn University. Oh, my. And has graduated and is about to start graduate school so he can become a lawyer.
2: Are wow. you serious? Wow. So McDonald's pays off. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but it's just no, that's an amazing what's gonna story. work.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: and sometimes, unfortunately, as a parent, you sometimes don't need you don't know what your child needs. Mm. So right. it's having that next step. Open dialogue, open okay. conversation with your child of what's gonna work, what's not, or what have we tried. And let's keep moving forward. What do you think is the difference between
1: some of your parents that you're working Mm -hmm. with? Like, say, there's this student that Mm -hmm. went to McDonald's to make it happen. Mm -hmm. And he had that maybe internal drive or that grandmother or mom um, there for him. But -hmm. then there's some kiddos that have everything Mm -hmm. and they're busy and they're doing sports, all the extracurriculars and the privates. Um, that may not have that same drive. What would you say Mm. would be the baseline between both of those Mm. that you would focus on? Mm.
0: Obviously, every student is a little bit different. Every family dynamic is a little bit different. But I feel like the underlying is students have learned responsibility. Students have learned accountability. Mm. If their families are teaching them on how to be accountable, how to advocate for what you need, they are much more successful. Wow! They're able to communicate what they need or where they're lacking. Um, their families have instilled consequences, whether a positive or a negative, not just bailing them out when it gets tough. Oh
2: gosh! Wow. yeah. So I'm I'm listening to this, mm-hmm. and and of course I have some insight into what you're going to share a little bit. But of all these that you of just mm-hmm. these ones you've listed so far, mm-hmm. like reading the environment, yeah. the supplies, the open dialogue. Me hearing this, I would tend to think that most parents probably don't know how important dialogue is. Like we're probably really good at buying supplies. Mm-hmm. We probably know that the environment needs to be a little schoolish, like mm-hmm. whatever that means, whatever environment that you're in. Maybe not reading. I don't, I don't know. But it just seems like uh, – is that? do you think you deal more with parents not knowing – obviously, that's why you're a counselor mm-hmm. – not knowing how to actually craft – Not so much what classes do I pick out, but do do you know Mm -hmm. what I'm trying to ask?
0: A lot of the time the data gathered is that report card. It's not truly if I'm understanding, if I feel safe in my learning environment, it's I'm still producing. There we go. I still have the straight A's, so the open dialogue may not be happening because there's not a need.
2: Got it. That makes sense.
0: So having that open dialogue no matter what, yeah. is what's key, yeah. because sometimes things have to be changed to encourage more learning. Right, And that's where you really, truly have to meet with your school officials right. and determine, is your child properly placed? Right. And if not, let's make a change. Oh, that's good. Wow. That's
2: good. So you, you have to, now here at Waterstone with our school, um, and mm-hmm. of course the philosophy is biblical, so it's just, it's part of our culture. You know, we focus on every child has a bend, B-E-N-D. Mm-hmm. Um, and we focus, you know, put, put the bend first. Start with the bend in mind as sort of the slogan. That's almost exactly mm-hmm. what you're saying. So parents need to begin having this dialogue. But I, I know when we ventured out, so we didn't really, we we didn't set out to do homeschool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't know. We just kind of, I don't know, we if I don't even know if I knew what to ask, you know, as a parent. Here I was, right. my background's yeah, all religious evolve, education. Right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. How did it evolve? Um, so maybe I don't know if this is go- if mm-hmm. this is going off script or if you know this, but when you're teaching parents and even students how to do the dialogue, what are some questions? Like right now, parents are listening mm-hmm. and they're going, okay, I get it. i'm not mm-hmm. I'm not having the dialogue. How would i even how would I even start mm-hmm. the dialogue to find out is this a fit for my child and where are they? Because that was a great point you mm-hmm. made. I mean,
0: the number one question that I ask and that I think parents can ask is, Thinking about your day at school, one through seven, your classes, do you feel safe in every single class? Oh, wow. Because honestly, you know the society we live in right now, safety, learning can't happen if you're not feeling safe in your environment.
2: I never even thought of that question. It, what?
0: It, because truly, like thinking about it, if I am safe and my needs are being met, then learning can happen. Oh, Growth my gosh. can happen. What? But if you're not then it's almost like your brain doesn't allow it because you're in that like safety
2: mode. Oh, that makes perfect sense.
1: Oh my goodness, because I was just contacted by Mm. a young high school student last Mm -hmm. week that, mom, I don't feel safe. Mm -hmm. Are you serious? And mom was saying her grades are going down. She's not able to do this. She doesn't feel Mm -hmm. safe um, on the campus. And this is a very prominent good school. Of course. I guess you would want to say that she doesn't feel mm. safe in. Mm. And so now that you're saying that, I'm like, oh my goodness, that would have not been something that even went
0: across my my register wow. as the first filter. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean that's step one. Right. Okay. Okay. And then I would say step two is do you have a safe person on campus that mm. if something was going wrong Do you have that point of contact of who you would speak with? Because you can't always text mom or you can't always call. Right. And if that's a no answer, that's a plan that needs to be created. Okay. Wow.
2: Okay. Okay. Wow. Um, This is good.
0: I mean, as a counselor, you truly want to just make your student feel safe and comfortable because the learning just naturally happens. Oh, my. If... I mean, teachers are a critical role if the teachers are engaging, if the teachers are just ready to teach your child everything they need to do. Like, you, you have to change your teaching per child.
2: Yeah. That's, yeah. The
0: setting that they're placed, is that available to them?
2: Wow. Wow. Okay.
0: There's lots of different types of learning settings. Like you said, you did home education. That is what worked for your family. You don't know right. how you got started, but you did, right? Right, right. We have homeschool, we have charter schools, we have public schools, we have private schools. The needs and the mission of each of those environments is different. Mm. Oh, yeah. So doing the the research ahead of time to determine what Mm. is going to be your focal area Uh for your child. Uh Mm-hmm. And Mm -hmm. to know
1: where they're going to succeed, because Mm -hmm. there's some people that would like to homeschool. And I'm like, "Hmm, the environment isn't safe for that. Right, right. You know, I would not suggest that for Mm -hmm. their family. Mm -hmm. You know, every family is so different and every child is so different and the Mm -hmm. dynamics for each one. So that Mm -hmm. is so true. Mm -hmm. I totally, I totally agree on that, um, being able to kind of see through it. So um, once you get that established of, okay, this is how we're going to navigate it, um, Um, Are you safe? What is the next question?
2: Okay. Our next steps, next process of navigating.
0: Well, and and determining, are we placed properly? Are we in the setting that we need to be in? Hmm. Or do we need to possibly look at alternates? That's okay. Because remember, in the end, we're not wanting our child to live on our couch forever. (laughs) We want them to grow. We want them to learn. We want them to be productive and meeting their purpose, right? What are they pretty much born to do. Okay. Right? So, it's okay to navigate them and steer them in different directions. Because not everyone is going in the same direction. Right. That
1: is so hard because um, it could start out so early with maybe a sport mm-hmm, focus, true. or a team focus, mm-hmm. or a group of friends for the adults mm. focus that you're navigating your child towards a certain group of kids just because that's your comfort level, or you're finally fitting in with the mm. the other mamas oh, um, of wow, this yeah. group. I mean, mm. many times our identity is built up in our kids performance or Mm -hmm. where they are um, or our agenda for our own lives. And then we're like, okay, this, this has to fit in with where we are. But I think there's a Mm -hmm. good balance to that because especially in central Florida, most people are double income. Mm -hmm. Um, You do have to kind of look at the overall picture of what things look like, but you are, you know, still trying to raise, an adult, mm-hmm. you know, you're trying yeah. to raise them to be independent as they go out and to be able to critically think uh-huh. and not just navigate them, but also help them learn how to navigate themselves.
0: Wow! And truly you're trying to build and grow your child to be what? They're, they have to have their um, character developed, oh. right? Yes. All of these different foundational skills happen at home, but you want them to be emphasized at school as well. Okay. So you want to make sure their character is being developed. They're building a strong self-esteem. Oh. Um, they're building their strong self-identity. Like where do they truly fit in? Mm. And if they're not fitting in, why? Mm. Who are they surrounded by? Mm. Um, and then are they being held accountable? They must be held accountable, right? Like we can't just keep giving that free pass. We have to hold them accountable and meeting specific tasks, meeting specific deadlines, and if that doesn't happen, learning about the process. Okay. Um, when you change academic settings, like you were saying about like to kind of um, go and move with the bend. Right. It's not uh, admitting failure.
2: Okay. It's, a good it's point.
0: truly just trying to see what works for your child. Right. Yes. What if you have four children and your academic journey is different all four times?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's what is needed for your child. It's yes. okay, it doesn't have to be a cookie cutter academic wow. plan. I love that. And that makes each child feel
1: special. I know mm-hmm. I was a little, yeah. you know, insecure. I was a little more social mm-hmm. than I was academic.
2: <laughs> That's a good way to say it. <laughs>
1: you know, because I did, I had a family of engineers then mm-hmm. and, and things like that, that they did very well. While, You know, I could help make something work, but it wasn't necessarily from a paper math mm-hmm. point of view. Mm-hmm. I got the engineering aspect, but from a different angle. Yep. And growing up, you can kind of play that comparison game and think, I'll never measure up. Mm-hmm. I have to work so hard for my grades. I had to study longer, things like that. Mm-hmm. And within one household, it can it can feel a little
0: defeating. Mm-hmm. But were you surrounded by those people that were building you up mm. so that you can determine, it's okay, this is how mm. I'm going to learn these skills? Mm. Yeah, I think
1: it was, I have no idea what really drove me as mm. a kid. I think it was um, being in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Mm-hmm. I think just the culture in general was more of a driven type of um Culture, like mm-hmm. everybody went to college. It wasn't oh, a, okay. It wasn't an option. Like I didn't have any friends at the time I can think back that didn't yeah. have that as a goal mm-hmm. in mind. Okay. Where it just depends on every culture that you live in. If you're in a more of a rural community or if you're in different cultures, maybe that goal mm-hmm. that is that end goal may look a little different. Mm-hmm. So as far as from an education, model yes I wanted college I wanted more but mm. I did have to work a lot harder at it in order to get there
2: yeah
0: I've I've worked with a lot of first generation students they mm. don't know how to get to college but they know yes. they want to try it because people in their family never went to college right. yes and that's sort of an internal goal right like for themselves and they're motivated and not everyone, is going to be cut out to get admitted to UCF or that admitted right. to get to the that's University right. of Florida right away outside of high school. Right. Right. And that's okay. Right. Yes. You can start at a local state college. Then you can connect to a university. Right. There's always a way to get there. Yes. You just have to find your path. Yes. yes
1: very much yeah. so. And to find out, you know, what is your calling? You know, mm-hmm. just like we have many people that want to be you know maybe a contractor or a mason right. or you know there's there's so many different ways to use your mm-hmm. gift set but just that passion behind it like if you want to go into a trade you still need to have a passion. Oh to follow through mm-hmm. in order to get that certification for that end goal. Right. And so it it happens in high school. Mm-hmm. It happens in junior high to, does. to still have that drive to follow through to make it happen. Because some people think, oh, I don't want to go to college. Well, you still need to do something to equip
0: yourself right. to be an equipped young adult yeah. um, in society. Right. Right. So when you're in those different academic settings, you want to make sure your children are surrounded with good role models, right? Yeah. Because what you're saying is it was just the culture. It was what was expected because I was surrounded by that. Right. So to me, that sounds like that was good role models. Yes. Promoting post-secondary institutions. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, but that was reliable. Everyone was doing it. Thankfully, it was a positive. Everyone was doing it. (laughs) Yes. Um, But that's something that you should be looking at as a parent. Who are those people that are surrounding your children? Do they have values? Are they positive? Are they promoting your child to live up to their best potential? Yes, very Um, much so. And then if you have questions about that, that's when you really truly meet with those school officials those counselors, those teachers, and just create your plan of action. Wow! Right. Sometimes that plan of action is moving schools, or sometimes that plan of action is you have a mentor that you meet with mm. every Tuesday. Mm. You just have to come up with a plan. Yeah. Right. And just to know that you
1: can pivot. Mm-hmm. If your child For is sure. stuck, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But being able to speak into them, um, our words have power and um with all of the things that they face nowadays they can already feel defeated mm-hmm. and if we go along within our own um, emotion to say, yeah, we're done. Mm. You know, you continue to make these choices or whatever. No, you have to be able to continue to speak into them strength because we may be that only voice as a parent to provide hope that it's going to be okay. Wow. That God still has a plan for them because I really think that they struggle so much with identity and who they are and whose they are. Mm-hmm. Um, it's up to us to help them navigate um, as you make those um, outside plans to find out what fits best.
0: Mm, mm. Mm. I know it can be scary. Sometimes this is truly your first time as a parent navigating this. So that's when you have to reach out and just use your resources wisely whether yeah. it's, you know, a local, it's just a friend, it's church, it's the school, it doesn't matter. Have those conversations and come up with a plan. Yeah. yeah. I think we talk about that in
1: children's ministry mm-hmm. and other podcasts mm-hmm. about you have to be ever learning. You yeah. know, it's like you may have never parent before, mm-hmm. but you, you've you got to research how to parent. Mm-hmm. If you've never potty sure. trained before, Get there is so much material out there to say, mm-hmm. okay, show me how to do this. You You know, continue learning what you don't know. Don't Mm -hmm. just give up, Mm -hmm. but be ever learning and know that those young years, those 18 years are going to go by fast.
0: They fly by.
1: We're going to blink. Mm -hmm. And so we have to live on mission every day as we invest in our kiddos. And and even through those young adult years, we're still teaching and navigating Mm -hmm. and pivoting. Oh,
2: absolutely. Yeah, I love it. One of the things I think you said that I love the most is, no matter what age, like I'm looking mm-hmm. back at my notes, you said no matter if you're getting them in, you know, preschool, mm-hmm. or you getting putting the pieces together when they're in ninth grade? One of the things that that transitions and transfers through all of that is what you just said: it's character development. Mm-hmm. Yeah, character development yep. can happen at any stage, yep. and it can always be um, either put back together or it can be rebuilt um, or defined for the first time, no matter where um, you find them. And so I'm praying, you know, that the the parents that are listening are just finding some, you know, encouragement in this. I didn't even think about this until I heard you um, sharing this about pivoting and so forth. I loved my first and second grades, mm-hmm. but we moved mm-hmm. and went to a new school. And I remember my first day of third grade; it was horrible. Mm-hmm. Like I remember that. My mom and dad were like, "Well, we're not going to do this," and we chose to go to a, a Christian school at that time. But it was a good 35 minute drive away. Mm-hmm. And they were like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get through third grade. And then in fourth grade, we're going to start here. And it was all new. And I look at so much that I've never really thought about that until now. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah, how my parents really pivoted like that. And my sister was valedictorian. Wherever my sister went, she was like the smartest person in the room. And then along comes Ron. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like C's were like, were Einstein to me. You know what I mean?
0: C's get degrees. Okay, thank (laughs) you.
2: Yes, I got them. Um, I mean, just to share, like I never took the PSAT or the Mm -hmm. SAT or I never took any of that. Mm -hmm. I went into the Marine Corps. Oh, yeah. And through the Marine Corps, you know, just God opened up the the calling, of course, Mm -hmm. the educational experience. So whatever path you choose to, your parents choose to help Mm -hmm. navigate you on, it was character. Mm -hmm. I can remember through all of that, looking back at it, my mom and dad just kept speaking purpose. They kept speaking hope. They kept Mm -hmm. speaking like God has a a plan and a mission. I love what you Mm -hmm. said there. Like, as a parent, make sure the character is being developed. Mm-hmm. Do they feel safe? At all of the, that is so key to all of that. And I love that as a counselor, you share that. That is so in, that I, so vital. And I, mean, I love
1: the accountability part. The as accountability, well, mm-hmm. just because even here at Waterstone, of course, our kiddos volunteer at such an early age, mm-hmm. and we try to give them responsibilities yes, and things like that. And I think about my parents. You know, it may have been a little crazy, but the thing is, is they instilled. A work ethic in me. I knew that right. they supported my education. Mm-hmm. I know that they supported me, you know, making it through college, whether I lived at home, I went to a community college first, and then I transferred. But still, they were there to support me in my right. educational journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that went by so quick. And so I'm very thankful, you know, for that, that with the tools that they did have, they did support me in it. Yeah, that's fantastic. You know, and so no matter what stage or financial position you are in Mm -hmm. as a parent, taking the time to help seek out help for your student Mm -hmm. to maybe, I don't want to say something, have something better than maybe you had, Mm -hmm. but still believe in them that they can excel Mm -hmm. in whatever their calling
0: is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So two parts of my year are stressful. August, Mm. because I'm building schedules, I'm making sure students are properly placed, right? Then you ride out the storm, you check in a little bit mid-year, but the end of the year is when you're evaluating your data. Did I properly place these kids where they needed to be? Were they growing? Were they learning? That is a strategy that all parents should be doing. Yes, We're placing them. We're kind of riding out the storm a little bit sometimes, tweaking things. But at the end of the school year or whenever you're at a stopping point for summer, evaluate. Evaluate their identity. Evaluate their confidence. Sure, evaluate their academic standing, of course, but that is not the number one. Evaluate their character, who they're becoming, who they're surrounding themselves with. Wow, that is so good.
2: Wow, listen to this. This is good stuff.
0: And are they advocating for their needs?
2: Oh my goodness, that's so good.
0: So I, I feel like that's just something that all parents should do at the end of the school year. And then then we revamp, we create another plan leading it to the next school year.
2: Wow. Yes.
1: And especially in our area, we are mm-hmm. so blessed in this culture here in the state of Florida as well. You have charter schools, yes, homeschools, hybrid schools. Mm-hmm. And you are able to kind of switch out of your school district. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you're transfer. not you're not stuck, stuck, stuck mm-hmm. like in many other states. Um, so there is a way to evaluate, Mm -hmm. just like you said, to say what is best for the character of my child. I want to,
2: I'm not, I don't know if I can regurgitate that, but I want to revisit that. I want to say Mm -hmm. that again. It's almost like when you're watching YouTube, it's like, this is the most replayed or visited. (laughs) I want like what you just said was Mm -hmm. all of it right there. So you said, create a plan. Yep. Write out the storm. Yep. Then evaluate. Mm -hmm. And then what do you evaluate? Like, I want them to hear that one more time. You're evaluating a number of things. What are they?
0: I mean, if you want to just think about your students' general well-being. Their well-being, what falls under that umbrella is who they're developing and growing into a person. Their characteristics, right? Their self-confidence, their identity, but also who they're choosing to surround themselves with. Man, because good. they yes. turn into that sometimes. Yes, they do. Um, and then just their accountability or how they're advocating for them, their needs.
2: Wow. That was all of it right there.
0: And we have a choice. Mm-hmm. You do? We, you are still the parent yep. to help yes.
1: redirect mm-hmm. if they're in a group of friends or a team or whatever, mm-hmm. no matter if it's the winning team.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. You
1: have a choice to to kind of reevaluate
0: what you're investing your child in. And once you develop that open dialogue, that conversation can happen naturally.
2: Wow, that is so good. Thank I kind of want to bring Michelle back also. later I want to bring yeah. her back and just say <laughs> I love it,
0: it's so fun
2: Talk more about developing the open dialogue Because I, I personally I'm feeling like that That's a big, I don't know That's. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of parents can learn Like what does that even mean? Yeah, I've got a child that just shuts down Or mm-hmm. they, they only say like three words At the end of an eight hour day Like it was good mm-hmm. You know, like I, I just feel like There's a huge need for that yeah. But you've given us so much Right yes. here truly Are navigating Are safe? Wow, yeah, I would have mm-hmm. never thought that. Yeah.
1: Wow, yes.
2: Yeah. Now, I can say, to be fair, as we close this out, mm-hmm. whenever we did the hurricane drills or whatever, I always wondered how sitting under my desk, which was exposed from all four sides, <laughs> was safe. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if this is... But whatever, that was just me as a third grader evaluating that. That's but, hilarious. Wow, that's such an eye opener to me yes, that, very but, much but it so. makes sense like are, do you feel like I, I'm protected I'm safe like I am safe to learn I am mm-hmm. safe to be vulnerable I am safe to just open up and listen that's such an important question Michelle this has been awesome this has been awesome yeah. thank you so much Raina thank you for scheduling I this, this awesome. I know
1: I'm excited well yeah. we have Um, it's going to be a great year It is going to we be great. are going to be partnering with um, several just people just mm-hmm. that have yeah. just and we'll see you next extra little goodies and nuggets that yeah. will help us just um, put some tools in your toolbox yes. as you listen um, to encourage each so week. So this
2: is encouraged 90 days, if you will, starting off the year better. So let's yes. talk about better dialogue. Let's mm-hmm. pray for better planning, better yes. evaluation, better prayer, better character development, just better parenting. That's what we're going from from this podcast, right? Yes, that is mm-hmm. I love is it. Right. Absolutely love it. Michelle, thank you so much for being oh, here. Oh,
0: most welcome.
2: Yes, Jake. Thank you for being here. Yes. No problem. Being a part of this. You're a young father. You're sitting there learning, taking notes, learning I all know. of this. Yes.
0: Yeah. Very, I can very. Give you my binder. Yeah.
2: Very valuable information from a well-experienced educator, teacher, and mom. We yes. love it so much. Well, you guys be blessed out there. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.
1: Bye.